This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Speak Legal, conversations with community law Otago, made with the support of Law Faculty, University of Otago. This is the Orsa Morning Show, and this morning from Community Law Otago, we have Catherine McCauley on the line. Morena, Catherine. Morena, how are you this morning? I am good, and you? Good. Excellent. So I understand you're new in the role. Yes, yes, I've uh, just joined the Community Law Centre and um, yeah, I'll be here as a, as a lawyer and um, as part of the education team. Excellent, excellent. And, um, uh, and you, um, uh, you are a lawyer and so, so what have you been up to up till now? Um, I've been working in um, other areas, um, a bit of employment law, um, and also prior prior to that, um, I did some advocacy in the health and disability advocacy service. Ah, that's very relevant this morning. It is indeed. So um, our our topic this morning is your rights in healthcare. Yes, yeah, pretty pretty um, pretty good timing, I think, with. Everything that's been going on? Yes, yes, excellent. Okay, oh, well, so uh, um, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm relatively new to the country, so um, I, I have have some notes from you in front of me. I was certainly learning as I was reading through, so I'm I'm looking forward to hearing more. So, excellent. do we have rights then? Yes, yes. Good good news is that we do have rights. Um, yeah. So um, I thought this morning I talk mainly around um, yeah around those rights and a bit about the complaint systems um, that we have in New Zealand obviously you know healthcare law and healthcare rights is a is a, is a huge topic um, mm. so we'll, we'll just focus in on on uh, those particular aspects this morning yeah so um so I, I as in most rights um, they, they they come from they tend to come from adversity don't they we, we didn't we didn't come up with them uh, without without actually having um, some stuff challenged in the first place so and the rights in healthcare in New Zealand are no different I understand yeah so um, so there was a what was called an unfortunate experiment that happened at National Women's Hospital in Auckland, um, which started in 1966. Um, a Dr. Herbert Green had a theory that early carcinoma in situ, so precancerous cells that were found during smear tests, wouldn't lead to cervical cancer. Um, great theory, if, if it was right. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it was wrong, and it was also against... Um, you know, international and and even, you know, New Zealand practice at the time, um, all of whom um, were treating these precancerous cells. Um, But Herbert Green didn't, so he he left women um, untreated for for many years. Um, And this this experiment went on for many years. Um, The women had no idea that uh, what they weren't, the treatment that they weren't getting was completely different to if they'd They'd gone down the hall to a, another doctor at National Women's. Um, hmm. So, so quite, <clears throat> quite horrific um, hmm. scenario. Um, so, this um, this all came out in in the eighties. Um, uh, there was 
whistleblowers from um, from National Women's. Um, the, the press investigated. There was an article in uh, Metro magazine, and a government inquiry followed. Um, not not long after, so we um, had Judge Sylvia Cartwright was appointed. Um, she was a district court judge at the time. Uh, she went on to become Dame Sylvia Cartwright, Governor General. Um, and so she conducted an inquiry into what had happened at National Women's over over um, those years. And uh, she had some pretty important findings, which is um, one of the one of which was that we we need a code of rights for patients in New Zealand. Mm. Yeah, and and we we went ahead and received a code of rights. And so I, I guess when when we're talking about the healthcare system, what what's included in that? What what is that? Yeah. So, I mean, it really, really, um, the Cat Road Inquiry really was the impetus towards a shift towards patient-centred care. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what this code of rights is. So it's a it's a list of um, ten rights which means that the provider, the health and disability provider, have a duty um, to, uh, you know, to provide um, anybody seeking those services with those rights. And so um, so, you, so you mentioned health and disability provider there, so that can be a, a non-profit, it can be a private institution, or it could be a government agency. Yeah, look, the definition of of what is a health provider um, or disability provider is so broad. So, I mean, yes, you have your typical, you know, what we think of doctors, nurses, um, physios, etc. But, but really, you know, um, I could declare myself a colorist, and uh, you know, I could say, hey, look, you know, to make your health better, you need to wear pink, uh, and then I'm. I'm a provider under this code, so we're we're talking very very broad. Right. Um, so any kind of alternative um, therapies is as well are covered. So um, these these rights, obviously, are, you know what we we think of as kind of the cornerstones. Um, <clears throat> so we're talking, you know, the right to be treated with respect, right to dignity and independence. Um, importantly, the, the right to services of an appropriate standard. Um, and then rights five um, to seven are all about informed consent. So obviously, people have the right to make a decision about what happens in their health care. Um, and they also have the right to refuse um, any medical treatment. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, I could say yes. Um to medication or treatment, I can say no, and importantly, I can also change my mind. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'm, 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 this is not the first time we've read them, but um, I was rereading them with with that with that with the highlights here, and it it has got me thinking. So it, we have uh, <laughs> under the code, we have rights about how we receive treatment, but they're not rights to treatment. No, indeed, and I—I I mean, there is uh, there is that 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 right, um, but there's the 
there's not the right to actually, um, I guess, demand treatment, if you want to put it that way. So, you know, I can have trouble sleeping, go along to a doctor, say, hey, you know, please give me some sleeping pills. Um, and the doctor can say, well, actually, no, I don't really think that's in your best interest. So um, I won't be prescribing you those today. Yeah. Um, now... I've got a right to a second opinion. So, uh, so you know, if, if you you know think that maybe actually you know this doctor hasn't got a good handle on on your best interests, you can um, ask that second opinion, and they've got a duty to help you out um, finding that. Um, and also, I think the other the other important uh, right to highlight as well is, is the right to support. So, you know, you do have a right to. Um, have somebody along with you um, and actually it's not specified that it has to be one somebody uh, so theoretically I mean you know you're not going to do it in practice there's a bit of respect that goes both ways here mm-hmm. um, but you know you, you could rock along with your whole whanau and um, mm. into a, um, an appointment but yeah you've absolutely got got that right to um, to support as well yeah excellent um, and so so rights rights in place um uh the code of rights and um and so uh, who who does anyone is anyone there to help you um uh, make make these rights effective for yourself yeah absolutely so part of um part of cartwright's recommendations was that we have an independent health and disability commissioner so um, up until that time, you know, medicine had been quite self-regulated, and obviously that was part of, you know, a huge part of the problem of what happened at National Women's. There was really no independent oversight. So we now have the the Health and Disability Commissioner, um, and we also have the Health and Disability Advocacy Service. So uh, the commissioner's um, office, um, they can um, investigate, they can make recommendations. The, the advocacy service um, are there to help you with your complaints. So whether that's um, actually doing things on your, your behalf, writing, you know, uh, contacting providers on your behalf or, or, or helping you to, you know, to contact them yourself. Um, and the good thing with the advocacy service is that uh, they are local, so they are, you know, throughout the country. Um, we have an office here in Dunedin, um, in their numbers four seven nine zero two six five, and they're a great port of call if you think that actually you know I went along um, to a provider and you know something wasn't right. I you know I think you know might want to make a complaint. Um, give them a call and they'll help you out. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess um, um, I, I've I've met. Um, I've, if I'm thinking of the right people, a couple of of the people who work there, um, who were very proactive in getting out into the community, and and uh, and certainly they're they were useful in in helping understand the situation. You know, it's not not just the 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 complaint making, if you like, but there was the understanding the situation and whether your rights actually have been infringed and how to how to in force your rights and there's a sort of spectrum between that and the complaints isn't there um yeah absolutely actually you know asserting your rights needn't be complaining yeah and i mean i think i think that's that's one thing that we all really need to be better at and and it's a really good takeaway for today is 
um, to take some ownership of your own health care, um, you know, not to rely on, on systems and, and people because we, we all know that, that that can go wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you get told, hey, um, you know, your blood test results are coming back next Tuesday, um, you know, you should hear from us, um, make a note of that, you know, give the practice a call if you haven't heard back. Um, just things like that, um, we've, we really we really need to be better at um Hello. Oh yes, hi. Yes, sorry. sorry. Sorry, sorry. I thought you. you I, I, I thought you'd uh, um, you'd stopped in mid sentence there, but it did actually make sense. I just. Uh, <laughs> sorry uh, about um, that. Yeah, I, I, was, I was. I was expecting more. Um, so um, right, and so. Um, so if 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 you so you you feel your your rights have been um, infringed and you 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 want to go ahead and make a complaint and you've you've sought sought the advice or or you you take it ahead what what happens to a complaint? Yeah, so I mean it's it's always a good idea if uh, you know to to if you if you're comfortable to go the the provider directly yourself, but. Um, if you go to the um, Health and Disability Commissioner, um, then they've got a range of options available to them. Um, there isn't any monetary um, award, so that's not one of the options. Um, but their focus is on, you know, education and um, just, you know, people being being better um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, just making making it a safer safer place for um, you know practitioners and and patients. Um, so if if it is really serious, it, it can be referred on to the health practitioners disciplinary tribunal, um, and and that's the body that have the powers to um, you know to to take some more serious actions like supervision or or even you know um, striking somebody off the register, etc. Yeah, and so I guess that ties in with ACC in a way. In that, if you have been injured through something that goes on, then then that that is dealt with through the ACC system. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, similarly, so having failed to provide be provided with a service of an appropriate standard could be the reason that you have that injury and are with ACC. But this would be a, a sort of parallel process, would it? Yeah, so, I mean, the, the right to service is of an appropriate standard. Um, obviously, that's particular as well to you. So um, that's very specific to the person. Um and also, in terms of ACC, yeah, we we have that, um, which is, you know, means that um, you have you haven't got a right to sue. Um, so that's the sort of money part of it, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you can get some money from there. But in terms of um, what happens to the, you know, the person or or people who've um, contributed to the the injury, then then that could go through the commissioner. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I can see advantage in those being decoupled. Like your mm. your your disadvantaged situation isn't isn't reliant upon your complaint. Um, no, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, and so um, yeah, and uh, so why 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 would anyone bother with this process? Well, yeah, that, I mean that's a good question. I think really it's. 
it's about uh, not wanting to happen to anybody else. So perhaps, um, you know, communication's been appalling um, or, you know, you've been, been treated, um, you know, without respect or something like that. And you, you don't want that to happen to, to, to anybody else. Um, and so the only way that we can have improved service is if providers know that what they're doing isn't right. Yeah. Um, so that's that's one of the main reasons that people complain is actually, you know, um, realising, okay, actually I can't change what happened to me, but actually I could make it better for somebody else. Um, the other... Um, Another reason is is getting some answers. So sometimes people just don't know actually what what happened, mm. um, and so just actually I, I don't really know what went on. And so getting some answers um, is, is really important. So yeah. those are sort of the two two main ones. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Good reason. And I guess again, that's that's the. The flip side of the right, isn't it? That that uh, if if we want to see these rights in place, then we we have to help define what that looks like. But that the effective communication isn't something that someone else invents. It's no. it's, it's something that that's re- relevant to you. And if you if you are silent on the subject, then it, it's very difficult for anyone to understand what what effective communication looks like. Uh, and so so it, it, this the these need to be a dialogue. Um, mm. Yeah, and I mean, cycling back to to the rights. I mean, communication—that's essentially what you're you're talking about. Informed consent. I mean, it's all about the communication um, and having a dialogue. Okay, you know, is is this treatment, is this medication going to be right for this person? Um, and it's a two way street. You know, informed consent isn't about somebody giving you a sheet or reading out a list of, you know, um, risks and side effects. Um, it's about a conversation and working out, okay, what, you know, what's the best way forward. Mm. Yeah. Right. And so, um, so where does community law tag fit into all this? Well, yeah, so that's a, that's a good question. I mean, I think, in terms of uh, the actual, you know, complaint system, um, that that's outside what we do. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's some other ways that we can we can help around uh, around healthcare issues. Um, but we can always sort of work out, okay, who who's who's is best to to fit with? Because um, there's other there's like the Privacy Commissioner and the Health um, Health Rights Tribunal. Um, so yeah, it just sort of depends whereabouts it fits. Um, but yeah, we're you know us or the advocacy service or anybody's always always able to to help out and and refer you to the the right person. Yeah, excellent, excellent. That that has been that has been very interesting. Um, and um, yeah, so my my head is my head is spinning. If you give me five more minutes, you'd have plenty more questions coming. I'm quite certain. <laughs> um, the the um, that, that's 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 really interesting, and it, it's it's use. It, I, I I love understanding now where this came from, and it was quite a horrible situation that the the Health and Disability Commission arose from but we have it now and uh yeah we should we should make use of it and ensure that uh you know that, that for ourselves and and 
by extension others um i receive all of these rights um it's uh, it's it's worth being familiar with them and ensuring that it's happening for ourselves absolutely so, i think i think we all go to the gp's office and we, we you know we see the posters but we don't actually stop and and think about what they mean so yeah 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 that, that actually that's that those posters are supposed to be representing the experience we're having <laughs> right then and there yeah mm-hmm. absolutely yeah fantastic so uh, thank you this has been uh catherine mccauley from community law tago uh, and um talking to us about our rights and health care so is there anything else you'd like to add catherine uh, no, thanks, thanks for having me on, and um, yeah, lovely to have a chat. That's excellent. Thank you very much, and i uh, sure we'll speak again soon. Great. Thank you. Community Law Otago. Free legal advice and support for the people of Otago. Visit our weekday advice clinics at 169 Princess Street, Dunedin. Clinic session times are available from the website communitylawotago.com. Ring 474-1922 or 0800-169-333 if calling from outside Dunedin. Speak Legal is made with support from the law faculty, University of Otago, training for life. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.